This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. And here. Tech Night Owl Live, the show for PC users who can handle the truth. And now, here's your host, Gene Steinberg. So this week on the Tech Night Owl Live, we'll be featuring columnist Rob Perguerrero. He's with USA Today and Yahoo and lots of other people. I have to ask him about Yahoo. What's going to happen now with Verizon and Yahoo and all that? Excellent question. It will be. We'll also talk to Jeff Gamut of the Mac Observer. All this on the Tech Night Owl Live. (laughs) So before we ask you about Yahoo and what's going to happen to your writing future with Yahoo, what do you mean like, hey, man, I've been in the weeds the last 36 hours or so? (laughs) I live in weeds, I think. You know, I'm looking at a calendar here. Mine says this is August. I think yours says it's August as well. When do I get my slow news month? Um, just in the past week, I think it was the start of this week, AT&T finally revised their wireless price plans, which they needed to do because they'd been unchanged for like two years and had gotten really uncompetitive. Then T-Mobile announces a new unlimited plan in a really confusing way, which at first made it look like it was going to replace all their existing plans. And Sprint now has its own new unlimited plan. Both the Sprint and T-Mobile plans are heavily asterisked if that's a word. They're unlimited if by that you mean web access on the screen of your phone. Uh, If you're looking at particular apps or tethering, then they are quite limited. This is something which bothers me about unlimited, because unlimited is never unlimited. AT&T's unlimited is they will not give you an overage charge if you buy, say, a specific package. So it's not really unlimited, but pseudo unlimited because, say, you've got three gigabytes of data per month. If you go over it, it goes down to something like dial-up speeds, 2G speeds for the rest of the month, which means, of course, I guess it's okay for email and maybe casual web browsing, but you're not binging on Netflix that way. Absolutely not. So, okay, so we have T-Mobile and we have Sprint, and they've got terms and conditions. Exactly. I mean, realistically, every internet connection you could ever buy is going to have some clause saying that if your computer is serving up malware to the rest of the internet or you're running a server and distributing massive files off your home desktop, they can cut you off. Okay, so if I run my server and we're pushing more than 10 terabytes of data per month, they won't let that happen. You might get on their uh, customers we don't like list at that point. Well, I would be, except that it's at a data center, so they worry about those bills. Ah, much better. All right, this is what bothers me about all these plans, is that unlimited is not unlimited. There are terms and restrictions, and what they're doing is they figure if you are a low-bandwidth person, you don't really use a lot at once, you keep the data rate low, it'll be unlimited. You know, it's kind of like the web host says, unlimited, but we give you a 100 megabit connection, so you can only use up so much. So here they give you a certain amount of capability, but anything else, you either have to pay more, which is what I think happens with T-Mobile, right? 
no, it's funny. T-Mobile, I think two years ago, their CEO, John Ledger, put up a petition on change.org saying, let's be done with overages, no more overage charges, which at the time was his way of announcing that T-Mobile would instead of cutting you off from the internet, unless you paid more, they would just throttle your connection back to 2G speeds. And at the time, I thought, cute PR stunt, John. I like your style, but you know, clearly <laughs> – Companies are going to do what they're going to do, regardless of whatever petition you throw up. Well, you know, two years later, Sprint was the, the next company to get rid of overages in favor of throttling your connection back. Then Verizon followed when they revised their plans, I guess, last month. And now AT&T has done the same thing, which I'm actually in favor of that change. Because what you don't want is a situation where somebody needs to get directions on Google Maps or Apple Maps, whatever, or just needs to send an email or check something online that doesn't need a whole lot of bandwidth. Effectively, all the carriers have now zero-rated, to use a bit of tech policy jargon, these sort of basic background uses to ensure that nobody's ever going to be cut off from you know, a functional level of, I need to look up stuff online, internet access. And that's much better than saying, you've used up your quota, pay us 15 bucks or else. I guess that way, it's better to have slower speed than no speed. And that kind of makes sense. Right. But why call it unlimited then? Don't you think they're fooling the public? So, yes, this is the core of my objection. You know, if you say unlimited, I'm going to assume that, you know, it won't be completely unlimited. There will be some fine print somewhere. But in the case of T-Mobile, their current unlimited plan through September 6th, uh, it's $95 a month. Uh, you, It is unlimited. It includes tethering, sharing your phone's connection with your laptop or your tablet over Wi-Fi. And there's a cap on that of, I think, 14 gigabytes. So it's not really unlimited, but you're going to be able to do a lot. You won't be able to use your phone to replace your home internet connection via tethering. But really, who's expecting that? This new deal, sure, it's 25 bucks cheaper, but it doesn't include tethering in a meaningful way. You have unlimited 2G tethering. And, you know, that is worth comparing to dial-up, although you could get as much as 200 kilobits per second. So, hey, over three times faster than dial-up. Oh, it's, by the way, that will be just exciting. It'll be barely noticeable in the real world. I actually tried that. You know, you can set uh, your phone to use only 2G app wireless. So last night I throttled my own Android phone back to 2G, turned on the portable hotspot function, got my laptop on it, which took two tries. And tried loading Yahoo Finance's own page. And you know, after like it really was like logging on to AOL. I'm sitting there watching these thumbnail images sort of paint their way down a quarter of a one fourth of uh, the image at a time. And like, oh look, there's the stock quotes. Here's one story headline, here's another one. And after four and a half minutes, with huge chunks of the the page just not there or showing missing image icons, Chrome was like I'm done. This is all you're getting out of me. You know, it reminds me in a way of the impact of starting a 5K iMac, what they call safe mode. So you restart with the shift key held down. And it's kind of like in the old days of the Mac where you disable extensions. And it disables a lot of things like kernel extensions. It also causes a special drive check. But it also disables video acceleration. Whoops. Have you ever done this? So what, No, it doesn't sound like I want to. Uh, well, it's fun to watch because it takes forever to boot. And the process of drawing the desktop without video acceleration is treacherous. It takes several minutes for it to paint the image. And I got to think of that effect because I tried it once in an Apple store to see the effect 
of all the things they had to do to get 5K on iMac. And that's one of the things you could test. And I think of it, well, if I go back to 2G speeds, as you say, 200 kilobits, it takes forever because a lot of the websites nowadays are designed with lots of multimedia. They're designed for people who have a fairly normal broadband connection. Yep, and then you get situations like that. Okay, so let's look at this now. Say I see this ad and the fine print and microscopic type about all the terms and conditions. Can I, however, go to the Federal Trade Commission and say, hey, these guys are saying unlimited, but it's not. You look at the terms and conditions. The word unlimited is fraudulent, I could say. By the way, we're not going to get ads from T-Mobile or Sprint or even AT&T after this. I but, guess not. No, I don't get them now, so it doesn't make a difference. All right. Doesn't that lead to potential blowback? There's a, ch- I mean, I'm, I'm sure somebody's going to try to make a case of that. But unfortunately, Sprint and T Mobile are being reasonably clear about how this works. The lines that say you get unlimited 2G tethering if you want to have more of it, if you want to have full speed LTE tethering, that's going to be uh, 15 bucks for five gigs. It's in the same type as the other, the rest of the list of features. It's not in the stereotypical, you know, five-point mouse print next to an asterisk at the end of it. Um, and T-Mobile, their their justification for taking out tethering is ninety-nine percent of our of our customers don't use it, which could be. But I'm not the ninety-nine percent. I'm the one percent. <laughs> I need tethering. I'm not doing without it. Now, I understand when he says is the 1%, he's not talking in the sense of Mitt Romney's 1%, because he's yes. just a working stiff like the rest of us. He's talking about the fact that he is the power user, and he does more with his gear than the average person. We've got Rob Pegarero and more to talk about on the Tech Night Owl Live. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-704-6182. A Place for Mom offers free, one-on-one advice from local advisors and a personalized list of senior living communities you can visit. If you have questions about senior care for your mom or dad, there's a place for answers, a place for mom. 
Call A Place for Mom in the next 10 minutes to get your free ebook on financing senior care as well as free information on senior living communities in your area. Call 1-800-704-6182. That's 1-800-704-6182. As a doctor, I see patients every day who are losing their vision to age-related macular degeneration, also known as AMD. If you have blurry vision or blind spots, they can be symptoms of AMD, and if untreated, could lead to blindness. The good news? AMD can be managed with effective clinically approved treatments that may reverse some vision loss. For free AMD information, contact the Foundation Fighting Blindness at 1-800-BLINDNESS. That's 1-800-BLINDNESS. There is a cure in sight. Have you ever thought you'd like to flip houses but didn't know how or where to get the money? Are you ready to be your own boss so you can start living the good life? Hi, I'm Preston Neely. I used to be so broke. I had my electricity turned off nine times, but I figured out a way to quit my job and find financial freedom in real estate. For a limited time, I want to send you a free copy of my smash hit selling book, How to Get Rich in Real Estate. It shows you how to copy exactly what I did so you can make money from the comfort of your own home without even doing any manual labor. I've already given away 5,000 books and they're going fast. To get one before they're gone, call 1-800-958-9859. Listen, if you're sick and tired of stressing about money, this book could change your life. It's short, fun to read, easy to understand, and awesome. To find out how to get your free book while supplies last, call 1-800-958-9859. Call 1-800-958-9859. 1-800-958-9859. So you've got to take a state construction license exam or certification. Can't decide on what books or what chapters to study? Discover right now how you can eliminate unnecessary books and wasted study time. At ContractorExam.com, our study materials zero in on state-required test topics in an effective, multiple-choice format. So whether you're a plumber, electrician, general contractor, or other construction-related trade, ContractorExam.com will help get you prepared. Visit us at www.ContractorExam.com today. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow Night Owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. So we're seeing here is that it's kind of a game of one-upsmanship with the wireless carriers. So one company comes up with, hey, here's an idea. And the next one says, no, I got a better idea. And they just go back and forth. Now, didn't T-Mobile kind of start that, though, with the uncarrier stuff? Right. And it's almost like they have to keep finding some new way to outdo themselves. And so this is this is now uncarrier 12. It's going to be like the Super Bowl. And I I don't like this as much as the other ones, in part because their whole messaging, the whole point of having these events for, from T-Mobile's perspective is to get the word out, get people excited about what you're doing. Well, they stepped on their own message because their entire presentation of this Thursday morning, the blog post, the, the YouTube clip from John Ledger was, you know, the era of data plans is over. We're going all in on unlimited. You don't have to worry about how much data you're using anymore. Well, it's not true because, in fact, as – you know, executives started discussing about 30 minutes into this 47-minute conference call. They're going to keep the old plans. The 2-gig the plan, the 6-gig plan, the 10-gig plan are still going to be available after September 6th, which is good. 
because otherwise they would be at risk of losing me as a customer. I'm on a three gig plan right now. I like it a lot. I get a lot of value out of it, but I don't go much over three gigs. I've, I've done that once so far and it didn't matter because I had so much data banked up via data stash, their data rollover feature. I have like five gigs in the bank. So I don't have to worry about growing this data plan for a while. But until I got this clarification, I was thinking, yeah, if I had to go to T-Mobile One, their new plan, it would be, yes, 70 bucks for unlimited. But I'd want to have the tethering option. That's another 15 bucks. And the other bit of fine print on these older plans, you have binge on where they compress your video so it's only 480p standard definition. You can opt out of that if you want. And in return, video use counts against your data cap. The new one, you have unlimited data, but binge on is mandatory. If you want out of it, you can't just click a switch in your settings or anything. That's a $25 a month extra. So I could be potentially paying 70 plus 15 plus 25. We're talking 40, $110, which is, oh, right, like almost twice what I'm paying now. Okay, so it is unlimited and ultra unlimited. Yeah. Or super califragilistic expialidocious <laughs> unlimited. Yep, that's about right. In any case, is there ever going to be a time where they can really offer unlimited, unlimited? I mean, obviously, there's only so much capacity they have at any particular cell tower. So if too many people are grabbing high-definition video at the same time, things can come to a dead stop. They'd have to increase their capacity, right? Yeah. I mean, the thinking is that maybe 5G, the next big development in wireless access, will have enough capacity. I don't know. Like, first of all, 5G is at least a few years out from being any kind of commercial reality. Like, if you're buying a new phone, don't even waste a nanosecond thinking, is this 5G compatible? It's not, and it doesn't matter. You'll you'll have retired by the time 5G is something that is in your city or your county. I've already reached that point, so forget it. You know, it's still going to be, when you're looking at wired access, you've got uh, a cable line or a fiber optic line coming off a pole or coming under the ground to your house. That has got a lot of capacity built into it. You know, it's it's easier to upgrade because the key thing is, worst case, you can just run another cable along the street. When you run out of spectrum, you either have to buy it from your competitors or you have to hope that the Federal Communications Commission can free up some from somebody else, which is something the FCC is trying to do right now with this incentive auction. They asked TV stations that weren't using all their spectrum, what, what would you want if you were able to sell this off? And then in turn, they asked, you know, wireless uh, broadband providers – if you could get at this TV spectrum, what would you bid for it? And the idea is you match these two things up. TV stations give back a lot of the spectrum they weren't using. Some will start sharing each other's signals, but you know they'll keep the same channel numbers on your TV set. Wireless companies get a lot of really valuable, powerful spectrum to play with. Uh, it looks very promising. It's going to be like another year or two before this is in service. It's slow to get more spectrum into, into, uh, into the market. Well, okay, that's the deal with wireless carriers. Now, yeah. when we go to the regular ISP, and they've got data caps too. Like, for example, I have CenturyLink now. And with yeah. CenturyLink, they give you 250 down, but unlimited uploads because they don't think you're uploading everything. You know, In my case, so I could run a web server there, and I guess, no, you wouldn't want to take a chance. They assume that right. people are really mostly downloading rather than uploading so they don't count it and each isp has a different thing like i think cox is now a terabyte and maybe two terabytes if you get the gigabit internet they're offering so we understand that 
But is there a point there where the ISP, the broadband provider, can afford to just say it doesn't matter as long as you use our service and you don't run a video server or web server 24-7, we're not going to stop you. Just use what you can. Or is that a matter of they don't have the capacity either? No one has made to me any kind of business or technological case for a wired broadband provider needing to institute bandwidth caps. And then when challenged, there was some leaked Comcast documents a while back saying that, you know, we're not actually running out of bandwidth. And when challenged, they said, well, it's just a fairness issue. Somebody's using more bandwidth, then they should pay more, which, like, actually, yeah, you can kind of say that's how you bill water. I'm sure that's a major line item, uh, you know, in your part of the world, uh, or electricity or whatever. But bandwidth at a certain level is, in fact, too cheap to meter, and it's kind of silly to bother with that. And a lot of ISPs, like I have Verizon Fios, I know Verizon knows how much data I'm using because when I log into my account, it says you've used – you know, X much data. Actually, I should see. I wonder how much I've uh, racked up in the last month or so. Uh, but, you know, they've shown no signs of wanting to put in any bandwidth cap, and I don't want them to put in any bandwidth cap. Now, and I wonder that, about a- this because I'm moving to a development, a housing complex. Not expensive, not luxury, but they offer one frill, two frills, actually. They give you Dish Network, a mid range package of Dish Network. And they give you broadband internet. And I don't see any terms and conditions. Now, I assume here, if you're among a couple of hundred houses, it's going to be difficult to meter that. Yeah, right. So therefore, maybe I'll get unlimited or at least as much as I need. Not that the speed is quite as fast as I have now, but it's both ways. Right. So yeah, there was a really good post that uh, CIO.com did not long ago where they, they talked to a guy named Dane Jasper who runs a very competitive and innovative internet provider called Sonic. They're based in the Bay Area of California. And he told them, like, look, it is now getting so much cheaper to upgrade our infrastructure. We've been able to, to drive our infrastructure costs down to 1.5% of our revenues. And Sonic is not some ISP sitting on a bunch of legacy DSL just making sure the equipment doesn't fall apart. They're building out gigabit fiber optic access. You know, they're 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 legit. And so, and Dane, I've known him for a while. I've I wrote a couple of features when they were starting this gigabit fiber deployment. You know, he knows his stuff. And if he says this is not a concern for us, when he doesn't have the resources of a Comcast or a Verizon, he's not getting their bulk hardware discounts or whatever, then I'm inclined to think this is not really a problem for most residential ISPs in, you know, at least the U.S. market. Rob Pegarero is with us. More to come on the Tech Night Owl Live. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you ever feel like you're being watched? Like someone or some company is tracking your every move online? I know I do. That's why I trust Private Internet Access VPN to keep me safe when I'm online. I use it to encrypt my traffic and use an anonymous IP address. Private Internet Access keeps your internet traffic safe from unwanted eyes so you can finally feel safe. $40 a year for peace of mind is a no-brainer. Sign up today at privateinternetaccess.com. Once again, that's privateinternetaccess.com. 
We use mobile devices right against our bodies every day. But growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. Did you know that a dirty CPAP system can make you sick? If you knew what could be growing in your mask and hose, you might not sleep so well. But now, SoClean.com has released the world's first and only automated CPAP cleaner and sanitizer. It kills 99.9% of all CPAP germs, and it's completely hands-free. For a limited time, you can try SoClean risk-free for 30 days. Just call 1-800-952-2797. SoClean changed the CPAP experience for the better. My health has improved. It's simple to use, and I'm not worried about infections. SoClean destroys CPAP bacteria, viruses, and germs, and it eliminates the daily hassle of washing your system by hand. There's no water, chemicals, or disassembly. Just pop in your mask, close the lid, and presto, your CPAP system is clean and fresh in minutes. Call SoClean.com to try it risk-free at home for 30 days. This is a limited-time offer, only available by calling 1-800-952-2797. That's 1-800-952-2797. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. See website for details. Need some extra cash today? Do you have bad credit or maxed out credit cards? If so, turn your radio up. 35cash.com is one of the nation's largest personal loan networks with over 50 different lenders. Now you can get a personal loan for up to $5,000 with any type of credit discreetly from your computer or smartphone and with no paperwork to send in. That's right, no paperwork whatsoever. Your cash will hit your bank account as soon as tomorrow as our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless Regardless of your credit history, visit 35cash.com and you can have up to $5,000 in no time. Just have a checking account and a regular source of income and you can get the loan you need now. Regardless of your credit, go to 35cash.com from your smartphone or computer to get the cash you need. Visit 35cash.com. Type www.35cash.com directly into the address bar. That's 35cash.com. 35cash.com. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Injury help desk is responsible for this advertisement. Principal office, Las Vegas, Nevada. This ad is not legal advice, and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention prescription antibiotic drug users. Have you or a loved one suffered an aortic dissection, aortic aneurysm, or abdominal aortic aneurysm after taking the prescription antibiotic drugs Levaquin or Avalox? These popular antibiotic drugs have been prescribed more than 80 million times since 2004, and medical studies show an increased risk of the following injuries. Aortic dissection, aortic aneurysm, and abdominal aortic aneurysm. If you or a loved one used the prescription antibiotic drugs Levaquin or Avalox and suffered from aortic dissection, aortic aneurysm, or abdominal aortic aneurysm, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Act now. Time is limited to file a claim. You may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. For a free consultation and free information, call Injury Help Desk at 800-823-3851. 800-823-3851. 800-823-3851. Live with Gene Steinberg, it's the Tech Night Owl, because you never know what's going to happen next. Now, Rob, as you know, has been writing for USAToday.com and also for Yahoo Tech. 
So Yahoo, at least that part of the company, is being purchased by Verizon. And I guess they're going to combine it with AOL eventually or what? It's not entirely clear. You know, what What I know for sure is, you know, Verizon has this offer out. Yahoo seems fine with it. It's got to pass, and I trust your view and whatnot. It's not a done deal yet, but it is It is as done as these things go. This isn't a case where, like, Comcast buying Time Warner Cable, it's, it's one company giving itself a huge chunk of the market. It might actually make online advertising more competitive, since right now it's Google and Facebook and everybody else. As far as, you know, where the Yahoo content sites like Yahoo Finance go, I have no idea. There's absolutely nothing I can do about that. So, so far, the one difference that's made for me is that in my USA Today column, if I write about Verizon, I have to include a little disclaimer. One of my other clients is Yahoo Finance. Verizon has an agreement in place to buy its corporate parent, which is sort of nice since that's 50 fewer words I have to write you know, every two or three weeks since I have to include that disclaimer, and I can just copy and paste that from column to column. Uh, as, as far as you know the, the fate of content under Verizon, I'm not nervous about that. I've got real good friends who write for TechCrunch and the Huffington Post. They have yet to complain to me about any sort of editorial interference, and if they saw it, I, I know these guys well enough to tell me about it. Well, it's not like Breitbart News, then. <laughs> Counting my blessings. Well, there we go. All right. So we look forward to seeing lots and lots of stuff from you at Yahoo for many years to come. Let's move to some other topics here. And I know you were sending me different notes about things to talk about. And one is municipal broadband that some municipalities offer what? Free Wi-Fi and sometimes the full service to your home. Tell me more. So, yeah, this is something that's been in the news for a while, and for quite a few years, it was it was mainly showing up as examples of muni broadband gone bad. But there's been a couple of great cases. One is in Chattanooga, where the the city owns the electric utility, which is a big advantage. If you own – if you're a municipality and you own some kind of utility, electric, telephone, whatever, you already have access to the right of way. You've got the conduit in the ground, the poles on the streets – you don't need to negotiate with somebody else to be able to get access to other people's property. And so in Chattanooga, EPB, the electric utility, started rolling out gigabit fiber for just great prices, like 80 bucks for one gig, or maybe it's 70 bucks for 100 megs down. Like, I get kind of annoyed seeing that kind of pricing compared to what I'm paying. Uh, another case, uh, a town called Wilson in North Carolina, they rolled out their own municipal broadband service. Everyone in town seems to like it. A lot of businesses have signed up with it. In both cases, people living near these two cities, the city and this town, wanted to get access to the same network, and they can't. Those municipal broadband providers cannot expand because of limits written into state law. And as as you may have noticed, state legislatures, a lot of, uh, you know, a bunch of malarkey goes on in them. And there's been a lot of stories about all the money that big telecom companies, probably including Verizon, have put into lobbying state legislators to enact restrictions or even outright bans in municipal broadband because we clearly cannot compete with private enterprise. That would be wrong, even if private enterprise doesn't want to show up, you know, has no compelling product, doesn't see it as a market worthy of investment. But they've got to keep you out. Right. Exactly. It's, you know, 
giving these people you know inadequate service that's my job how dare you step on that so what happened is you know the Chattanooga and Wilson petitioned the Federal Communications Commission saying you know this we would like you to preempt these state laws the FCC's lawyers took a look at that and said looking at section 706 of the Telecommunications Act of 1996 you know we're charged with overturning obstacles to the widespread deployment of broadband and so in the same meeting last February where the commissioners voted in the net neutrality regulations, they also voted to overturn the relevant parts of the state law in Tennessee and North Carolina. Of course, every other telecom company and interest group sued, and they won. The uh, This three-judge panel said it's a really interesting ruling to read because on the one hand, the, the judge who wrote it said, municipal broadband works. You know, the, these services are well run. They turn a profit. Uh, I think it was Chattanooga improved its bond rating because they, they're making money off this. Uh, you know, Everyone in Wilson likes it. It's one of the best ads for municipal broadband ever seen. But at the same time, judges have to look at the law, and he said, Section 706, it doesn't go so far as to say that the FCC can start knocking down state laws. You know, In, in essence, saying this is a dumb law, but you don't have the standing to overturn it, which is what judges are supposed to do. And I think – you know, the FCC kind of accepts that. If you read uh, Chairman Tom Wheeler's statement, you know, when this ruling came out, he said, well, shucks, <laughs> there's not much we can do about it. It looks like this is going to set back the cause of, you know, innovation and development, in North Carolina and Tennessee. And he's sort of shrugging like, what do you want me to do? And the answer is, yeah, what can you do? You got to get better state legislators. I, I spent a little time talking to one guy. There's a, an interest. There's a public interest group called the Institute for Local Self-Reliance based, I think, Minneapolis. And they've been doing a lot of work in municipal broadband. And uh, so this guy, Chris Mitchell, I was, on a, no, I was not on a panel with him. But I, I met him in a conference a few years back. We've been comparing notes in this sense. And he said, well, look, on the one hand, the FCC has put this into the sunlight. This is a much better known issue than it was before. So they've done a public service. On the other hand, he's a little more bullish in that cities, the, the economics of deploying dark fiber, where it's in the ground but not actually you know, lit up with service, it's getting easier for cities to do public-private partnerships to deploy dark fiber that can then be lit up with internet access, either for businesses or for residents and business alike. And he also thinks we may see some movement. He, he said, you know, we try to overturn this Tennessee law every year, and it's getting a little bit more favorable. This might be the year. Um, certainly, I, I think many of us would like to see some smarter state legislators in North Carolina, given that the current bunch, <laughs> they've got the bathroom bill that has a lot of businesses running away from the state. They enacted a bunch of voting rights restrictions that uh, just got drop kicked into the trash can by a judge. I'm, I think maybe they're not so good at uh, writing state laws. But that's a problem for the people of North Carolina to solve. I cannot do, I cannot do too much about it. As far as the FCC is concerned – are there things they could do, or is that so far out of their range they'd have no influence and no legal standing? Yeah, I, I think they've done what they can in terms of, you know, a little bully pulpit leadership making this an issue, but they lost the court case. And, you know, I think that's probably the end of that particular battle. You know, they can certainly try to spotlight good ventures into municipal broadband and try to get that a little more publicity. And the other part of it is, you know, this is the middle of August in an election year. So right now, the FCC will be doing very well if they can complete the initiatives that are already before them. One of them being, 
doing something to protect the privacy of broadband broadband customers so that if your ISP wants to you know collect anonymize aggregate your browsing history and use that to sell ads you know you they have to ask your permission first they want to have a regulation protecting that and that's been fiercely contested a lot of big providers have said well no we can use this to save people money blah 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 and sure if it's so affordable then People will choose it of their own accord. But if you're just going to opt people in and make it really hard to opt out, that doesn't betray a whole lot of confidence in the appeal of that pitch. Another one is this whole unlock the box initiative where they want to ensure that people have an option to running a box from your cable or satellite company. That seems to be stalling out and and not in the worst way. What we're looking at here is the cable industry. This all started when they wanted to be let out of the cable card regime, the, the one that says – your own boxes, the ones you put in people's houses and charge them 10 bucks a month for, they have to use cable car technology to secure the connection, just like the way Ativa would. We have more to come with yep. Rob Pegarero. Right. We're talking here about municipal broadband and the ramifications and such. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. <laughs> The award-winning Graphic Converter 10, the universal genius for photo editing apps on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for the Swiss Army Knife app. It gives you all the features that you expect, and most important, it's easy to use. You can get it for just $39.95 from www.lemkesoft.com. That's www.lemkesoft.com. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. Paid non attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospital hospitalization, and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. This is an alert. If your business or church is building this year, you're about to pay more than you should. This could mean thousands of dollars more for your office, retail space, church, or warehouse. A general steel building can save you as much as half the cost and time of similar conventional construction. And we're offering rebates of up to $20,000 to help you build today. Call General Steel for free information that could save you thousands. Call 866-91-STEEL. 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 Has neck, back, or shoulder pain got you down? Go to sunshine-pillows.com and get soothing comfort, support, and pain relief fast. Their microwavable heat therapy pillows and wraps treat neck and shoulder pain, reduce stress, and relax the soul. An ergonomic pillow from Sunshine Pillows supports your head and neck on long trips or when simply resting at home. 
Be good to yourself. Visit sunshine-pillows.com, sunshine-pillows.com. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free Reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. In these uncertain times, it makes sense to have a sustainable backup method to cook food and boil water. If your current plan includes using a fuel-burning stove or cooking over an open fire, then there's a much better way. The Minuteman Rocket Stove is a biomass-burning cooking stove that only requires small quantities of sticks and twigs for fuel. The Minuteman Stove is easy to use, smokeless, portable, powerful, and sustainable. For the finest in survival cooking stoves and fire starters made right here in the USA, go to MinutemanStove.com. That's MinutemanStove.com. you know what's going to happen next? Well, here's the Tech Night Owl, live with Gene Steinberg. So we have Rob Pegarero with us this week, and we're talking about municipal broadband and all these other things and these permutations, multifarious, like, for example, with your cable box. Now, it's worse, though. You pay the $10 a month for the cable box, and then they charge you $10 a month for HD. And they had other charges. And I was thinking of this. You might have an SDTV at home. Okay, of course. And even more ridiculous is, as I told you before, we get free Dish Network at this new place we're moving into. But you got to rent a cable box and then you got to pay $10 for the HD and they've got this and they've got that. and the, They've got the premium channels if you want them. So you could add that up and still pay a pretty hefty price for free service. Exactly. So yeah, the, like I was saying, the FCC has a lot on their plate with cable boxes this whole rulemaking process that, process that got started when the cable industry wanted to be let out of the old standard, and at the last minute, I think it was Senator Ed Markey of Massachusetts got a provision put into this bill saying the FCC has to study and find some other way to ensure a competitive market for navigation devices. That's a term of art. And what they came up with was the proposal that, you know, you're a cable company, you're a solid company. Pick some way. We don't actually care what some way that somebody else can use to build an app or a box that can get your signal, you know, respect whatever copying controls you add to it, and so that there is an open market. And there's been a lot of, like, real nonsense said that, oh, this is opening the door to hacking. No, it's not. You know, the proposal specifically says 
digital rights management of the cable or satellite provider's choice. So they did this is going to open up, ensure that every program is bit-torrented to the rest of the internet in real time is nonsense. But one thing the cable industry has done with the satellite broadcasters is say, here's an idea. We will commit to provide an app that you can install for free, an extra charge on your smart TV, your Roku, maybe your Apple TV. And that way, you know, there will be this competition. They're not saying this is going to cover DVR, which is kind of a big squishy part of this that I, I would like to see defined. But if the upshot of this discussion is that, you know, no one has to pay for a cable box on a second TV again, that's great. I think a lot of people would be fine getting rid of a cable box on the primary TV, even if it didn't have a DVR, because, you know, now there's so many ways to catch up online. And considering this started with a market where the only real competition for the cable box was a TiVo at 15 bucks a month. So I think we're, better, we're in a better state than that. But I wonder here, you shouldn't even need a DVR. It should be kind of like on-demand, but without the commercials. On-demand with additional power. So you schedule right. a show, but you're not recording the show. You shouldn't even need to deal with that. You simply have that show labeled. It is now recorded. And I now can watch it whenever I want from the cable service, I can fast forward through commercials, whatever, the same power as the DVR without the DVR. Keep it all at their head end. Which is exactly what some providers are doing. It was Cablevision that first did a cloud DVR, and they had to win a court case to to get this right. Because, of course, somebody in, in the entertainment industry said, oh, this is this is stealing our copyright, which nonsense. I mean, you make incidental copies of things all the time. So now Comcast, actually, they started showing off before the cable industry had come up with this ditch the box initiative. They were showing off back in May uh, an app for Samsung smart TVs and Roku's that lets you watch all your channels, lets you get to your video on demand and includes access to a cloud based DVR service. So, yeah, that's exactly what you were talking about. And, you know, that's a good way to solve it. And the sort of less obvious benefit of a cloud DVR is you don't have this box with a hard drive sitting in your home running up your electric bill. And the thing here, that also opens up all the people who make streamers like Apple with the Apple TV to carrying this. So if you don't want to get the DVR, which – and I suspect by the time they pay to build those DVRs and ship them out and they're still getting $10 a month – at some point, it can't be that usually profitable for them to offer that. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the little-known angle to the whole subscription TV business is you, you make more money selling Internet access than TV anyways. You know, TV, especially if you're a small cable, cable provider, you're, you're getting into carriage disputes and retransmission fee arguments all the time. And, you know, two years ago, I had an industry analyst say he was – looking to see when you might see smaller cable providers say, you know what, we'll see internet access. And then with that, we'll include a subscription to Sling TV. And we'll, we'll give you a Roku box as well. And just not have to deal with that nonsense anymore. And I, I guess I they can always yet. offer tiers, you know. Yeah. But everybody's offering Slim Boxes. Dish Network is offering a Slim Box, a Slim Package, not just Sling yes. TV, but using the satellite Slim dish and the Hopper DVR. They offer you a slim package. 
of now, basic just, stuff. Just, it's basic cable, and then you can throw stuff on there. So this is something I'm wondering when the, when the other shoe is going to drop on this. The dish one, as a recall, the core part of the skinny bundle doesn't include ESPN. And when Verizon did that, you know, for the the arrogance of not including ESPN in the core bundle, they got sued by ESPN, and they did have to change their custom TV lineup for Fios TV to include ESPN. I because, don't care because I don't watch sports. Right. I, I do, but, you know, really it's just baseball. And, yeah, of course I have Sling TV so I can watch ESPN when I want to. And that's fine with me, but lots of people don't. I mean, my mom is paying for ESPN and her Fios. I doubt that channel has ever been tuned into on her box, not even by accident. And if you asked her, you got ESPN, she would say, what? <laughs> right, yeah. Okay, now the question is with Sling TV, which of course is streamed online, there's no DVR type capability at all, is there? It depends on the channel. You have, in some cases, you can pause what you're watching and it's all done at the server end and then resume watching and you can play it back after the fact. Some of them, ESPN being one case, you don't have any of those features. And it'll tell you that if you try to hit the pause button on the remote control you're using, you know, you'll get some message like this is not allowed. You know, it's, I find it's good enough. Granted, I'm getting it at a discount rate as a T-Mobile subscriber. It's 13 bucks a month instead of 20 bucks for the rest of this year. Well, that works. That yeah. works. Now, once I am moved into the new place and I have the free broadband and I have the sort of kind of free dish network, I'll report back and tell you whether it works or not. The nice thing about it is it's not an expensive place to live. I mean, rents are out of sight in Arizona and this is a relatively cheap place with all this. Don't know how they made that deal. I guess because they're serving several hundred customers They've been able to sign this up with a company called Access Media, if you want to know who Never they are. heard of them. Sure. And that's how they do it. That's their stock and trade. They work with housing developments to provide internet access and TV service. All right. Let's move to some other topics here. And one is, and I'll give the quote from your talking points, everybody's getting hacked. I better take a look. Am I getting hacked? No, not yet. You wouldn't know until after the fact. There is that. I mean, they're hacking the DNC. I heard the other day they're going to be going after Republicans next. Yep. Apparently it's the latest report, which why why wouldn't whoever did the hacking do that? If it's the Russians, if it's somebody else, I, I am not aware of that many hackers who, who, you know, would think, oh, you know, if we just left the GOP in charge, all, all of our problems would be solved or vice versa. You know, if there's some something embarrassing they can uncover or if they're a state sponsored actor, they're going to be equally interested in both parties anyways. OK, so what's going on here? Who is getting hacked? So a lot of people, you know, the DNC has been in the news a lot because that's where the first disclosures have come out. It's it's sort of spiraled into this weird side branch where WikiLeaks, by which we really are talking about Julian Assange, uh, have somehow decided that as part of this whole burn everything down mentality that Hillary Clinton is public enemy number one. And I've had some really interesting interactions with WikiLeaks fans who I would compare it to, you know, some of the nonsense people talk about in freshman year dorms at one in the morning. But the discussions I had back in Georgetown were more substantive than these people who are saying like, 
yeah, we're sticking it to the man. Well, you know what? We're going to have to avoid the man for a few moments and let them tell us a few things. And then we'll go back and stick it to them again on the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Are your Google search results killing you? Unflattering content in blogs, news articles, online reviews, social media, or other sources can jeopardize your reputation, your business, and your livelihood. Let Reputation.com help. Our patented technology will make the truth about you more visible while pushing down unwanted negative content. Improve your Google search results. Call Reputation.com at 1-800-831-0771 for a free consultation. That's 800-831-0771. Can your vitamin supplements positively affect your blood in five minutes? Protovite can. Protovite is a genuine breakthrough liquid daily nutrition that delivers quality ingredients into your blood in less than five minutes. Scientifically proven and backed by clinical studies, Protovite supports energy, vitality, and optimal health. Watch our two-minute live blood cell video and see for yourself at vniinc.com slash prohealth. That's vniinc.com slash prohealth. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Let's talk about it here. You've had these discussions with whom now, Rob Pegarero? On Twitter, so I did a, a post for Yahoo Finance a little while ago after those first sponsored DNC disclosures came out, which were done in a totally willfully careless manner with people's personally identifying information included in it. And it was the same time where the WikiLeaks Twitter account was pointed to some other stash of emails from Turkish citizens which had their PII. Basically, the attitude that because we're in the right, we don't have to care about the privacy of anybody else – you know, it's all about us. Well, no, it's not. You know, if you want to see this done responsibly, look at the consortium of journalists which broke open the Panama Papers story and did it without doxing a bunch of people whose only crime was, you know, making a political donation, which is anyone's right to do in the U.S. So, yeah, the the self-righteous crap of the WikiLeaks crew, I have no use for. And it seems it's worn through for a lot of other people. Even Edward Snowden tweeted out that he had gotten – 
quite upset and disappointed with their refusal to do even minimal, even modest curation of the stuff they post online. So if you've lost Edward Snowden, you're probably doing something wrong in the, tr- in the transparency front. So are we going to see an October surprise now where something that was hacked or is being hacked will be disclosed in October to screw either both candidates or one or the other? Of course, if they feel that Hillary Clinton is a devil incarnate, they'll go after her. Although she's kind of a Luddite, so I don't think she leaves much of a trail. Obviously, the people she works with in her campaign do. And we have those infamous emails. And now the latest story, of course, is that she communicated with Colin Powell over his email practices, but he used AOL. (laughs) Boy, she sure learned from him. If you're hoping your candidate is going to win or lose because some deus ex machina is going to happen in October, your candidate is going to lose (laughs) because things work that way in the movies, not otherwise. And I, I think, you know, more importantly, the the more time it becomes apparent that, you know, the, these hacks are not just random teenagers doing it for hilarity, that it's could be the Russians, could be somebody else, that there is some nefarious intent. It degrades the value of anything else that's been surfaced. So uh, just as a student of public opinion and what people respond to, no. Assange may think that he is going to you know, turn the wheel of history. But he thinks a lot of things about himself that I don't think anyone else does. I mean, you have to have some ego to run, though. You have to feel <laughs> he, he that somebody a- really cares what the heck you're doing. Yeah, so they may throw something else out there, but the odds are overwhelming. The dirt is going to get scattered all around. You can make anyone look guilty of anything with the right selective disclosure of their private communications. You know, you could do it to me, you could do it to you. So... You know, I don't really waste too many mental processor cycles thinking about that. Well, even when you don't do anything wrong and just say something, somebody could take it apart, parse it, rejigger it in a certain way, maybe take a few things out of context. And no matter what you say and do, if somebody wants to get you, they'll find a way. Exactly. This is unfortunately true. Well, we're not safe. Let's just hide our heads in the sand. <laughs> Or just go back to I hear using... it's pretty hot if you do that in Arizona. <laughs> oh, right now, today, I'll give you the temperature. Right now, it's, it's actually very cool. In Mesa, Arizona, it's 88 degrees. The high will be 102. And okay. it will get down to 98 by next Wednesday. And we'll have rain. We, we had a few, like, 95. There was one day, this week or last week, where the temperature in Washington was... You know, the the highest one listed on the little map in the newspaper, which we don't actually need to excel at that kind of thing. But there you have it. Washington always excels at something. We haven't figured out what. Okay, so at the end of July, Microsoft ended its one-year free program for Windows 10, which meant for that year, you could download Windows 10 free of charge instead of paying what? 119 or 199 yeah. for the upgrade, something like that. Now, if you're a company on an annual contract, a support contract, it wouldn't change. But then it's more about the support than it is yeah. about getting the software. So what I'm hearing now is that since Microsoft started charging for the upgrades, the upgrade rate has gone down substantially. 
far fewer people are upgrading every month. When they do, they buy a new PC. That's how it's happening. But we now have the Windows 10 anniversary upgrade, which is like a 10.1 theoretically, although it's all going to be Windows 10 for the next few years. And this has some new features and maybe fixes some old features. So if we're looking at Windows 10 and the anniversary upgrade, what are we getting that's new, different, or better? So I've now installed it on three different machines. Two of them are uh, tablets I've been testing out for another story, the Samsung Tab Pro S and the Microsoft Service Pro 4. Zero issues in either one. The other one where I was expecting something to go bad is my own ancient ThinkPad X120e, which was not the uh, most powerful computer when it was new in 2011. And it worked fine in there as well. So what you get, a couple things. One, the start menu's cleaned up. You now, if you want to see all your programs, they're listed right there. And, you know, overall, it, it's funny how much I used to hate the start menu because in XP and in Vista, it became a billboard for every stupid developer who wanted to include in their start menu list the application itself, the readme file for it, uh, the help file for it, the uninstaller. I'm like, I'm just trying to run a program. This crap can be kept out of sight. And now it is much closer to what it should be. Uh, you've got a simpler notification list in the bottom right corner, which is, you know, it's funny how Apple and Microsoft can work in similar directions. You know, with Apple, you got to click in the top right corner. You see your notifications list of what's been going on, which right now is just all emails up and down. Uh, Windows 10, bottom right corner, very similar thing. Uh, there's one neat feature, which, you know, it, it, to me, this shows how Microsoft in 2016 is not like Microsoft in 1996. If you have an Android phone, you can install the Cortana app from Microsoft on it, log in with your Microsoft account. And if you have the anniversary update installed, your Android notifications, those you select, get mirrored to the to the computer. So it's nice in that you can keep your phone in your pocket, and the routine stuff, you can click and dismiss them. You know, just sort of notification triage. Uh, it could be better in that, well, you can answer a text message, which, you know, this is like continuity for the Mac, except in this case, it's two operating systems that have nothing to do with each other. Uh, you can't respond to a tweet. You know, it's limited but for most people's purposes, I think it's totally worth setting up. It's convenient. Uh, you can use your, your laptop or your tablet to find your phone. That's a nice feature as well. So that, that's it's limited, but you know it, it does what it advertises. It does it reliably. I like that. Um, overall, the fact like Windows 10 to me is, you know, the more time I spend in it, there are things in it that like the calendar app. It doesn't do time zones. How is that possible? That bothers me. Some of the defaults it's set up where, in a worst-case situation, the, the sort of telemetry that records what happens in a bad application crash could scoop up data that was in memory at the time. That's a possibility. And you could say that it should be the default should be a little more conservative. But overall, it is a really pleasant operating system. And, you know, I like where Microsoft is heading with this. Now, there's a new Parallels desktop version 12. That's out now. And I notice using Parallels 12 on my iMac, 27-inch iMac, with Windows 10, the anniversary update, it launches almost instantaneously, really fast. Now, a couple of things I want to go into here. Do you think Microsoft has lived down some of the schemes they pulled 
to get people to upgrade. And let me give you a background on this, Rob, and we can talk about it in the next segment. So Tom Hartman, who's a liberal talk show host, was telling us that he has a PC used to run the show. And a lot of talk show hosts use a PC with a special app that will record when people are calling on the phone and they want to talk. So the call-ins are listed in this computer program on a Windows PC. Let's get into more of this with Rob Pegarero on the Tech Night Out Live. The award-winning Graphic Converter 10, the universal genius for photo editing apps on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for the Swiss Army Knife app. It gives you all the features that you expect, and most important, it's easy to use. You can get it for just $39.95 from www.lemkesoft.com. That's www.lemkesoft.com. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you can move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Injury help desk is responsible for this advertisement. Principal Office, Las Vegas, Nevada. This ad is not legal advice, and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention prescription antibiotic drug users. Have you or a loved one suffered an aortic dissection, aortic aneurysm, or abdominal aortic aneurysm after taking the prescription antibiotic drugs Levaquin or Avalox? These popular antibiotic drugs have been prescribed more than 80 million times since 2004, and medical studies show an increased risk of the following injuries. Aortic dissection, aortic aneurysm, 
and abdominal aortic aneurysm. If you or a loved one used the prescription antibiotic drugs Levaquin or Avalox and suffered from aortic dissection, aortic aneurysm, or abdominal aortic aneurysm, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Act now. Time is limited to file a claim. You may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. For a free consultation and free information, call Injury Help Desk at 800-823-3851. 800-823-3851. 800-823-3851. In these uncertain times, it makes sense to have a sustainable backup method to cook food and boil water. If your current plan includes using a fuel-burning stove or cooking over an open fire, then there's a much better way. The Miniman Rocket Stove is a biomass-burning cooking stove that only requires small quantities of sticks and twigs for fuel. The Miniman Stove is easy to use, smokeless, portable, powerful, and sustainable. For the finest in survival cooking stoves and fire starters made right here in the USA, go to MinutemanStove.com. That's MinutemanStove.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. Now, we would have something like that here on the Tech Night Out Live, by the way, this call-in system, but we don't take calls, and we're pre-taped. So we have the option, by the way, of, of setting up a system to do that, and our network GCN would actually man the phones and pre-screen them for us. You know, it's a courtesy, and we don't need it, but it's there. So what's happening here is he has his PC, and I guess it's running Windows 7, I would assume. And suddenly, he's on the show, and Microsoft is starting to install Windows 10. So, of course, it screws (laughs) up his system, and he's screaming on the air. And he says, you know what? Maybe I'll go use a Mac and switch to this. I don't know if that software is available on a Mac. It would be available, obviously, with a PC virtual machine with a Parallels or a VMware. Now, that's the thing where Microsoft has had trouble. Somebody sued them, as you recall, in the state of Washington, because their system was it, or was it California, where their system was screwed up because of an unwanted Windows update that came without warning, they couldn't do their business, they lost business. So how does Microsoft look back at such unseemly behavior? Yeah, like I don't know what they were thinking. That's not something I've had the chance to talk to them. I have not seen those issues myself, but that's because you know, I'm a journalist. Once Windows 10 came around, one, I wanted to sort of get away from Windows 8, which I had on this this old ThinkPad laptop as soon as I could. And yeah, I didn't know what Windows 10 was going to be like. So them making this thing available, I certainly didn't see it install itself unbidden. I've got a lot of complaints about that from readers. I think at this point, that general line of complaint has kind of merged into Microsoft isn't letting me pick and choose updates. But you know what? If you're talking security updates... I'm sorry, 99% of people are not qualified to pick out those. You have to install the updates because you are more dangerous deciding, oh, I don't need this update to flash. You know, the, my existing browser is fine. It's an awkward conversation to make, an awkward argument to advance. I have the luxury that I'm not trying to get people to buy an operating system or a computer that I make. But I'm telling you, no, you're going to have to trust Microsoft on this. Same we have to trust Apple on this and Google on this. Waiting... And taking your time with security updates 
is one of the better ways to get your computer hacked. Those things get pushed out because there are things called zero days. They have to get fixed as fast as you can. And you thinking that you are going to be the judge of what's going to make your system, no. Nope, 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 nope. So this is just a preposterous situation here that was happening. And in some cases, you'd have people on a PC, and Microsoft would feed the Windows 10 installer in the background. Yes, through and, all that. Right. Now, we're talking about several gigabytes of less storage. Suddenly, on your PC, especially if you have a cheaper PC with an SSD, a relatively small one, and every gigabyte is critical, crucial, and suddenly you have less because Microsoft did something funky. Or what was it that Paul Thoreau, the big Windows advocate, reported Wait, one problem? Is it Thoreau? Like Thoreau, I think of uh, the Walden Pond writer. <laughs> I, I don't actually, I've never met him. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Okay, either so it's, it's either Paul Thoreau or Paul Thorat, but he reported something where you have this dialogue about the upgrade, and normally when you dismiss a dialogue with a little X, it sends it away. Here, Microsoft quietly changed the interface to allow for the option of dismissing a dialogue and okaying the option that's offered making it acceptance. I mean, mm. why were they so tricky about getting this? Is it because developers would be more encouraged to make Windows 10 apps if the user base was larger? And therefore, in the end, Microsoft gets their cut from those sales? Why force the issue? If people don't want to upgrade, okay, too bad. Yeah, I'm inclined to pr put that down to people screwing up. You know, if you looking for conspiracy theories in, in technology usually lead you astray. And, you know, this is Microsoft. They have their own history of build quality issues. Uh, I certainly know when I, I had Windows 8, you know, one attempt to install, I think it was the, the preview version of it before it was finally shipped, had the computer completely lobotomized. They had to go through this whole process to create a recovery volume on a USB flash drive to get this thing to start up again. And then it could you know, wipe the hard drive and start from scratch. You know, as, as far as developer support is a problem for Microsoft. It's been a problem for, for basically ever since Windows XP shipped. And I guess a lot of uh, enterprise software developers decided, we're done. We don't need to ship another app to our soft another update to our software again, because no one is ever going to upgrade from Windows XP in the rest of our lives. So, And you know what? They came pretty close. Yeah. I mean, what is it? So, they still have a fairly substantial Windows XP user base. And we're talking here about an operating system that came out in the fall of 2001. Not even. It was like, uh, it was mid-September, which is still summer. Okay. Even worse. And now we're at 2016. So people using this for 15 years and some people are still using it. Yeah. And every time I get an email from somebody like that, my answer has got to be please get your computer off the internet. You cannot keep Windows XP safe. And if your computer gets turned into a zombie that's bombarding every, the rest of the internet with bots, it's not just your problem. It's my problem. And not even security. In, in no way is XP set up to deal with you know, the internet as we use it today. Uh, any operating system that makes you enter a Wi-Fi password twice is not something you want to use. <laughs> in the telecom universe of the 21st century. And the idea that people still long for it boggles my mind. I can't stand XP. If I never have to use it again, I'll be quite happy. 
but people still use it. Doctors' offices, some. Yeah, that especially alarms me. If you're dealing with someone's PII, you would better not be using XP because, you know, don't you dare store my social security number or my medical information on a computer running a 15 year old operating system. And what about ATM machines? Po- any general oh, point of sale? Even worse for running XP is saying ATM machine. Sorry, I had to point that out. Yeah, you know, at least with the ATM, I was about to say machine myself. At least with that, I know if I got my money, you know, I asked for 100 bucks, it gave me 100 bucks back. At least, you know, that's the case. And there are safeguards regarding what, what you know, if there's a compromise of my account, the bank has to make, make that good. Uh, you know, it's a lot harder if your PII gets used in an identity theft operation. You, you can't recover that quite so easily. You know, it's easier to get a new... Uh, ATM card than to get a new social security number. Well, the thing you also have to bear in mind here, if you go to the bank's own ATM machine and it's compromised, that's not your problem. Yeah. The it's thing nice, is with the third the- party ATM system, that's where you have to know where you're going. I certainly think that if a store brings that device into their store, whatever agreements they sign, when you go to the store, you're depending on them being honest, even though they're licensing that use from somebody else. Rob Pegarero, would you tell our listeners where we can find more of your stuff? You can find me at Yahoo Finance, finance.yahoo.com, at USA Today, usatoday.com slash tech. I'm on Twitter as at Rob Pegarero, and my own homepage is robpegarero.com. Rob Pegarero, thanks for joining us on the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. This is a healthcare alert from the Pain Relief Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one suffers from knee, back, shoulder, or ankle pain and have Medicare as your primary insurance, we've got great news. You don't have to suffer any longer. You can immediately qualify for a pain relieving brace at little or no cost to you by calling our 24 7 pain relief hotline at 866 389 0620. Delivery is free and all paperwork is handled for you. If you are on Medicare and have knee, back, shoulder, or ankle pain, don't wait. You can qualify to immediately receive a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost by calling our 24-7 pain hotline now at 866-389-0620. Our representatives are standing by 24-7 to take your call and rush you your pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you. Shipping is free and all paperwork is handled for you. 
Just call 866-389-0620. That's 866-389-0620. Again, 866-389-0620. People who can afford a LASIK procedure sure are lucky. Imagine being able to throw away your contacts and glasses. Imagine waking up tomorrow with 20-20 vision. Too bad everyone can't afford LASIK. Well, guess what? There's a company that agrees with you. The LASIK Vision Institute is now offering dramatically low prices on high-quality LASIK to make it affordable for everyone. That means you get the latest FDA-approved LASIK technology for a fraction of what others charge. And if you call right now, we'll schedule a free appointment so you can discover if LASIK is right for you. Results may vary. Call 1-800-725-2487. Even better, if you're one of the first 100 callers, ask about an extra 20% discount off our already low-cost services. We've already performed over a million procedures. Let us help you. Discover how you can get the quality LASIK experience you deserve at a fraction of what others charge. For your free appointment, call 1-800-725-2487. 1-800-725-2487. Today, I became a biophoton woman. I put a tablespoon of the Andreas 5-seed oil in my morning's One World Way drink and was still happy and energized at 3 p.m. Normally, I feel tired and spacey at the end of the day, but today I felt energy and very clear. My friend at the farmer's market asked what I was on. She said my eyes looked bright, and I had unusual energy for that time of afternoon. I told her there was a magical oil that enabled my body to absorb the sun's energy as if I were a plant. She said, I want some. A second One World Way shake with the oil when I got home took me to bedtime with that wonderful, abundant energy. I couldn't believe how much I got done and how great I felt. The combination of One World Way and Five Seed Oil produced a significant health event in my life. The kind that makes you feel you've been given your life back with a bonus. And I'm 64. Five Seed Oil and One World Way for your fantastic health. Call 888-988-3325 or visit sacredseedoils.com. You never know what's going to happen next while listening to the Tech Night Isle, live with Gene Steinberg. We have Jeff Gammon of the Mac Observer joining us in the second half of this week's Tech Night Isle Live. And we'll do a little pop culture before we get back into the swing of things in technology. So, of course, we've been talking about the CW superhero shows, you know, kind of much lighter than the DC movie universe where, you know, mm-hmm. Superman died and Superman v. Batman. And it was such a grim yeah. thing. And even the greatest romance in comic book history, Superman, Lois Lane, ah, kind of almost like an afterthought. Although you have a scene in Batman v. Superman where Clark comes home to Lois, who's in the bathtub, and he brings some food. He brings the groceries. And they get it on, and, you know, we don't want to get into that. Anyway, so (laughs) in what they call the Arrowverse, because Arrow was the first of the DC superheroes to join the CW, that Mm -hmm. was kind of a darker kind of show, kind of a Batman kind of thing. But yes, the other shows are a little lighter. Legends of Tomorrow is kind of in the middle. Flash, very, very light. Supergirl coming from CBS, kind of light. Mm-hmm. And we have a situation here where each one of these people is somebody who is a singer. So Supergirl, Melissa Benoist, 
Mm-hmm. She played on Glee, Marley Rose character. I've heard her sing. She's just amazing. Singing, yes, dancing. Is. We have Laura Benanti, who plays her mom and also the evil General Astra, who they killed off in the first season. She's a Broadway star. Mm-hmm. Okay. So already we're seeing things here. Now, we know that the guy who plays James, not Jimmy Olsen, Makad Brooks, he happens to be a rap singer. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, we're looking at this here, and we see there's a lot of musical talent on that show. And let's go on. Jeremy Jordan's a Broadway star. All right? And even Kyler Lee has pretty decent pipes. Okay. Now we have Flesh. Grant Gustin worked on Glee. We also have Jesse L. Martin. And you remember him, by the way, from Law and Order for many years. He mm-hmm. starred in Rent on Broadway. He's a Broadway star. Victor Garber is a Broadway star. He's a really good singer. All right? So what happens now if they were to have a musical episode of Supergirl and the Flash? And that's the plan now. In the second half of the season, it's going to be a two-parter where their singing talents will be on display. All right? Also, Linda Carter is joining Supergirl as the president of the U.S., and she sings, by the way. Mm-hmm. All right? So imagine all this amazing musical talent being used in a special episode. Now, this is reminiscent, by the way, of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, right. There, yeah, there's the musical episode there. And Joss Whedon, of course, was producer and sometimes director of Buffy and creator. But now they're saying they might have recruited him to do the musical episode of Supergirl and The Flash. I don't know, because he's a Marvel guy. He directed the two Avengers movies. Yeah, well, he, he can direct all kinds of stuff. It's it's not like he, as far as I know, is under contract with Disney just for Marvel properties. Uh, but the idea of Joss Whedon directing uh, a Supergirl Flash musical episode or set of episodes, that sounds pretty awesome. I want this to happen. You know, it's very interesting here. There was, and there is a YouTube video, all right? And it shows Stephen Amell, who plays Arrow. Mm-hmm. And John Barrowman singing on stage. And of course, you know, obviously he's the villain and Stephen is the hero, okay? Right. And John Barrowman is a fantastic singer, but he's just good at everything he does. Okay, so you have these two singing on stage in this YouTube video. So maybe they could cross over to Supergirl on the Flash. And do that. I don't know. You know, the the more I see of DC's universe, the more I, I feel that they have completely failed their, their fans, their audience, by having a separate team handling big screen properties than is, what, than, than is handling the television properties. I really think DC needs to just... Get rid of everyone that's handling the big screen stuff and let people handling the TV shows do all of it. I think they would be so much more successful. This is really confusing. They've got one guy in charge, Jeff Johns, is it, 
who's in charge of DC. And you think mm-hmm. about the confusion on the part of the TV viewer. You're seeing Grant Gustin doing a great job, bang up job as a flash. You go see the movies, especially the first Justice League. Or you see the comic book con trailer for Justice League movie. And there's a different guy playing Flash there. Yep. So how do you reconcile that? Now it's even more confusing because you got Tyler Hoechlin from Teen Wolf playing Superman on Supergirl and Henry Cavill playing the same character in the movies. And they certainly do not look alike at all. I mean, no. I mean, you put them in in the costume and they look like Superman, but they don't look alike. Not at all. The style that Tyler presents is closer to Dean Cain as Superman. I think, especially when he's wearing the Clark Kent glasses. I mean, so why do you confuse the public this way? At least in the Marvel Universe, there's a connection. Even if the Marvel superheroes really didn't cross over to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. all that much. But at least you're talking about the same universe. universe. Here, you may even have a Batman in the so-called CW Arrowverse, a guy playing Batman. Of course, he's not going to be either Ben Affleck or Christian Bale. I mean, so how did they expect people to accept that? You've got concurrent programs, movie and TV, with different actors playing the same characters. But they're not even the same characters. It's just characters with the same names. Well, I mean, yeah, it's a totally different structure. But you see, part of it is you can go back to the comic books and find both versions. The cheerful version, how can you be cheerful when you're Batman, your parents died and you became a vigilante? But, you know, the basic thing here, but the one thing I had forgotten I'll get to that in a moment. How can you have Batman, who's kind of semi-light on TV, and very light when it was Adam West, and you have the really Mm -hmm. Dark Knight character, but both have the comic book origins? Sure, but they didn't run concurrently. There's a different Batman for, for different times, which makes sense because Batman reflects a part of our society. And what we needed back when Batman was more lighthearted, we needed that kind of a Batman. But now people apparently need to have the darker, grittier Batman. And, and that's okay. But still, Adam West will always have a, have a special place in, in my comic book heart. Adam West and Burt Ward have taped a cartoon. I know. It comes out in a couple weeks. Yeah, they, they did an animated movie. And Julie Newmar is, uh, is Catwoman. And sadly, we can't have, uh, have the original Riddler, Joker, or Penguin. Because, because all three of those actors have passed away. But Julie Newmar is around. So th- that's, that's like a little trifecta right there. I'm I'm looking forward to. It. Have you seen the trailer yet? I haven't. I'm not a big cartoon fan. I'm sorry, but I guess the novelty of hearing actors in their 50s and 80s trying to play the same character. We've got Jeff Gamut of the Mac Observer. I'm Gene Steinberger in the Tech Night Out Live. 
Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Do you ever feel like you're being watched? Like someone or some company is tracking your every move online? I know I do. That's why I trust Private Internet Access VPN to keep me safe when I'm online. I use it to encrypt my traffic and use an anonymous IP address. Private Internet Access keeps your internet traffic safe from unwanted eyes so you can finally feel safe. $40 a year for peace of mind is a no-brainer. Sign up today at privateinternetaccess.com. Once again, that's privateinternetaccess.com. This is an alert. If your business or church is building this year, you're about to pay more than you should. This could mean thousands of dollars more for your office, retail space, church, or warehouse. A General Steel building can save you as much as half the cost and time of similar conventional construction. And we're offering rebates of up to $20,000 to help you build today. Call General Steel for free information that could save you thousands. Call 866-91-STEEL. 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 Dangerous blood clot device alert. If you or a loved one had an IVC filter placed to prevent blood clots from traveling to your heart or lungs and suffered an injury, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. The FDA warns that IVC filters may cause serious complications, such as heart or lung damage, internal bleeding, and even death. These dangerous blood clot devices can break and the metal fragments can travel to your heart or lungs causing serious injuries. If you or a loved one suffered organ damage or other injuries from an IVC filter, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Act now. Time is limited to file a claim. For a free consultation and free information, call Injury Help Desk at 800-478-1507-800-478-1507-800-478-1507. This is an advertisement. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Injuryhelpdesk.com is responsible for this advertisement. Principal Office, Las Vegas, Nevada. 
Introducing the fastest growing digital currency company in the world, OneLife. With over 2.1 million members, OneCoin is becoming the most powerful force in digital currency. It reached over a billion dollars in revenue in its first year. No other company has accomplished such an impressive feat. Now you can achieve financial independence with the strength of OneLife. Find out how to build your financial dreams. 877-933-4747. 877-933-4747. Dedicated to helping you create financial abundance. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl Live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. We continue with Jeff Gamut and a little bit more pop culture before we go on. And as you've noticed here, we don't like the idea that they have segregated the movies and the TV series from DC Comics. They yeah. live in separate universes, but also the movies have been quite grim up to now. Although from the trailer for Justice League, it seems to be a little bit lighter, more comic booky, if that's a word. Is that a word? It is now. Let's go with it. It's more comic booky. Yeah, it's, that that's a good thing. But you can cut stuff together from your dailies or for from whatever footage they have and create a trailer that conveys whatever feeling you want. So that doesn't necessarily mean the movie is going to follow along with the trailer. So I'm, I'm actually very skeptical about how good the justice league movie is going to be. And I'm also very skeptical now, sadly, about how good the Wonder Woman movie is going to be. The trailers for, for Wonder Woman look fantastic, but there's insider news or, or insider reports from people saying that the movie's actually just kind of a, uh, a total mess. And the best part of the whole movie is the trailer, which is really disappointing if that turns out to be true. Yes, but the movie's not going to be out till next year. How would you even know at this point? You know, my assumption is if people at this point are saying, yeah, this movie is turning out to be a disaster, they're saying that because there's a lot more than ha that happens with a movie than simply footage. So my guess is that there are administrative things that are happening that are causing problems for the movie. There may be script changes that have happened that are not good for, for the movie. And maybe there are executives that are getting their hands too deep into the production. I don't know. But it sounds like there's not much confidence from people internal to the movie right now. That's that's not a good sign. Now, remember, we're a year away. They could make changes. They can improve things. Absolutely. So we don't want to say 100%. And part of it also may just be the fear. Based on Man of Steel, which was very dark and did things that people kind of objected to, like Superman killing Zod and lots of people dying, or Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. And I saw the extended version on the Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. And again, it was a very dark thing. And at the end of the movie, Superman sacrifices himself to save everyone. Okay? Because right. he needs to feed 
kryptonite, in a sense, to this villain, and he has to suffer the consequences, though there's now a story in Justice League that he'll reappear with a black uniform. Have you heard that yeah, so, so there, Yeah, and th- this kind of goes along with some of the themes from DC Comics, because... Remember, there many years ago there was the whole death of Superman storyline, and, uh, and then he comes back, but he's not exactly the same. And I, I think they're kind of uh, playing off of that. Yes, everything they're doing does have a comic book basis. In fact, a big thing, a controversial situation there, where Batman and Batman v Superman was using kryptonite to defeat the Man of Steel, but they have kidnapped his foster mom, Martha Kent. Mm-hmm. And we forget here the coincidence that the late mother of Bruce Wayne is Martha Wayne. Right. And there's a scene where Henry Cavill blurts out, save Martha, save Martha. And he says, Batman played by Ben Affleck. And I thought he was a good Batman. What do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean, Martha? Why did you say that name? Yeah. Right. Why did you say that name? And finally, he says, that was my mother. They've kidnapped my mother, and suddenly everything changes. And he stops trying to kill the Man of Steel and says, I'll take care of it for you. Don't worry about it. I will make sure she survives. And he makes good on his word. And they become friends because of their mothers and the fact that they are so close to their mothers, even though in one case the mother is still alive, in the other case she's dead. Right. Yeah, it was clever to play off of the names because that's not something I've actually seen done before. So I, I did like that. The, the way that was used, though, to wrap up their fight sure felt contrived to me. But uh, it, as it turns out, I'm not a big fan of uh, Batman versus Superman. I didn't think it was as bad as some were pretending. I mean, it made nearly no, it $900 okay. million, dollars, but I thought it was really, really grim. And I thought that there was more fun embedded in this two-and-a-half-minute trailer for Justice League than that entire film. I think you're right. And you know what I would have loved to have seen instead of Batman versus Superman? I would have loved to have seen Bruce Wayne and Diana Prince movie. The two of them together. Those were some of my favorite scenes. And in the Justice League trailer, they have this brief period of patter back and forth. Their timing is excellent together. Yes. Yes, I agree. And that's going to be interesting. Let's move to some other things here because I have a few issues in the technology universe we need to address. And one is an article that you wrote today entitled Apple, Google, FCC team up to stop spam robocalls. Now, remember here, with a regular landline phone or with a VoIP phone like I have, you can get yourself on the do not call list and that will prevent robocalls. I don't think that works with mobile numbers, though. And I get these spam calls all the time. All I can do is on an iPhone block the caller but it doesn't stop yes. somebody else from telling me, you just want a great offer, or are we going to sell you an extended warranty for your car, even though it's under warranty? Right. Or, or one of my favorites, we're calling about your credit card. Well, not really. We're calling to sell you a credit card. 
So the deal is that actually, yes, you can put mobile phone numbers on the do not call list. And it's about as effective as putting your landline on the do not call list. The What it stops are the legit companies that would otherwise call you unsolicited. Now, but, let me tell you how it kind of works here because my late brother-in-law, Stephen, did telemarketing. And to uh-huh. get a mailing list, what you have to do here is get one where they have pre-screened the callers that they are not on the do not call list. But even then you take on the responsibility. So if you get the screen list and you make the calls, the blind calls or the cold calls to potential customers, if they're on the list, you know, once or twice, it's all right. But if you do it too many times, if the FTC gets word of it, they'll come back to you. Even if you say, I bought this list and they said it was clean. Well, that's not our problem. You have to make sure it's clean. Right. And and realistically, the only way they will know if their list is clean is if they're calling everyone and having some people say, look, I'm on the do not call list. And then they remove the name from their personal list. Yeah. Uh, now, the other side of it is when you when you look at the cell phones, there's a law that says you cannot place unsolicited telemarketing calls to cell phones. So so that's an opt-in thing in theory, but in practice, uh, telemarketers, at least the unscrupulous telemarketers, they don't care. They just want to call everything. And, and that's why you and I keep getting all of these phone calls to our smartphones because they're coming from telemarketers that really don't care. And they're, and they're just fine working outside the law. And in many cases, they're probably calling with scam offers. Now, let me tell you a common scam that I hear every so often. I haven't heard it on my wireless phone. I've heard it on my quote-unquote landline VoIP phone, where I get a call and you have somebody there with a deep accent from Mumbai or something. Mm-hmm. And he says, this is Windows technical support. Yes, and they said, we have determined that your Windows PC has a problem. Now, obviously, there's certain logical things you have to bear in mind. Number one is, even if you have a Windows computer, how would somebody know you have a problem, a third party, and know to call you to stop that problem and to fix that problem? Just understand that for a few moments. The logic of the call is impossible. How would they know Mm -hmm. what you're doing? How would a third-party company know unless they're tapped into your computer? I think they pretend to be Microsoft, obviously. That's part of it right there. Let's go on with mm-hmm. Jeff Gammon of the Mac Observer. This is the Tech Night Out Live. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host.
First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. You've seen crazy diets to lose weight. At GCN Team, our healthy body weight loss system simply neutrifies the body, bringing down cravings. It has been proven that nutritional deficiencies drive appetite for carbs, sugars, and fats. Lose weight the easy way. Find us at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Fighting cravings is a fool's game. Give the body what it needs to be satisfied. Again, 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. ProPure water filters, making water great again. Taste and feel the difference with state-of-the-art filter technology. Pro1 G2.0 and ProMax filters are independent lab-tested to NSF standards. Choose from gravity, countertop, pitcher, shower, and inline filtration products. There's a ProPure for you. Buy risk-free today. Visit your authorized ProPure dealer for details or ProPureUSA.com. That's P-R-O-P-U-R-U-S-A.com. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So we continue with Jeff Gammon of the Mac Observer, and we're talking about robocalls problems, and we'll get to the meat of this article in a moment. Let me give you this example. So... Now, what they're going to do, obviously, is allow you to give them control of your Windows PC, you know, direct access to it, mm-hmm. online access to gain control. And they can do all sorts of funky stuff. And they'll charge you all sorts of money to fix your f- computer. Now, obviously, Microsoft will, I guess, charge you for technical support if your computer is out of warranty. Of course they would. But this is preposterous. The logic is preposterous. So the first thing I say when they call me, not I'm not interested, is how do you know I'm using a Windows computer? Are you breaking into it? That they'll usually hang up. Sure. Or I think only idiots use Windows. And look, I'm not insulting Windows users. This is what I do for these phone callers. I feel if they're going to invade my space, they should suffer as a result. So I will say then, I think only idiots use Windows. I use a Mac. And sometimes they'll just curse me before they hang up. And in one case, they call me back twice to curse me out. Finally, I block (laughs) their number from the Vonage control panel so they couldn't do it anymore. All right. So what is this deal with Apple and Google and the Federal Communications Commission? Okay. So Director Tom Wheeler of the FCC, he has reached out to a lot of companies, 33 as I recall, and asked them to participate in what's being called the robocall strike force. And I don't think it's so much of a strike force because I'm not expecting to see CEOs of of major companies putting on their ninja gear and and breaking through skylights to take out uh, uh, robocall companies. But the name sure sounds fun. 
so anyhow, what, what's happened is Apple and Google and AT&T and Comcast and, and several other companies have all agreed to collaborate to help come up with a strategy that the FCC can use to reduce and potentially eliminate unsolicited telemarketing calls and telemarketing texts to our mobile phones. Uh, right now, I believe it is AT&T CEO Randall Stevenson is heading up this group, and they are working on hitting a deadline that, that the FCC has for October 16th, where they will present their ideas. What Tom Wheeler is looking for is more than just, hey, you know, maybe this is something you could explore, uh, you know, sort of ethereal things. He's looking for concrete examples of things they can do or, or technologies or concepts they can work on to, to actually implement. And I, I think this is a good idea because the biggest complaint that the FCC gets about phones is unsolicited calls. And you're, we're not supposed to be getting these on our on our mobile phones anyhow, and yet they happen all the time. Delicious irony. While I was writing this specific article, my phone rang, I answered it, and it was an unsolicited telemarketer robocall. Now, and, sometimes they do a really interesting scheme here. They mix a real voice or a voice that can recognize what you say and what your response is to something pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. I hear that quite often. So someone will say, hi, is this? And you answer, and then they start a spiel. And I say, wait a minute, and I start insulting them. And, and they don't know what to do. No, I'm sure they don't. <laughs> I don't have time to, to do that, uh, although I, I wish I did. So I'm going to live vicariously through you. Uh, the, I, I did take the time once to, to keep one of the Windows technology support people on the phone for a while, and I acted dumb, and when they would say, well, we need you to click your start button, and I, I'd say things like, well, where's my start button? And ne no one ever asked me, what kind of computer are you using? And I would have said, a Macintosh. And that would have ended their call right there. But I, I kept them on the phone for several minutes, and I was actually tweeting it at the same time. It was, it was glorious. And then they hung up on me. But anyhow, that's not the point. The, the point is that, that we have um, this group of companies that is working together to try and address what is a big problem for a lot of people. And the FCC wants to move quickly and decisively to find find ways to eliminate this unsolicited robocall thing. And one of the things that's being proposed by AT&T is a system where we have a more secure caller ID, where the, the caller ID information that's being sent can be validated before the call actually gets through to you. And if the, if the caller ID information doesn't match whatever signature it's supposed to have, then the call doesn't complete. Now, that's very yeah. interesting here about spoofing of caller ID. Mm -hmm. And I gather it's fairly easy to do. It's stunningly simple to do. 
Right. Now, regardless of that, what happens is when the telemarketer calls, the caller ID will generally be false because if you call back, it's either a non-existent number or it leads you to somebody's real number by mistake. That's one thing. And this is not just telemarketers, illegal telemarketers. Collection agencies do it all the time. They present to be somebody totally benign. And suddenly, well, there you go. Now, all right, so a way to validate the caller ID, which I guess would be that whatever phone company owns that phone number would have to validate who's using it? It I'm assuming it would be something like that. And and you just hit on a key point, which is the, the phone company, the service provider participating. This system does not work unless you have every single fo- uh, cell service, phone service provider participating. If even one does not provi- or participate, then the entire system has essentially failed before it starts. Because you need to be able to validate every number, not just numbers from certain carriers. Good luck with that. Well, at least it is possible to have at least some of it. Yeah, I suppose that would be better than none, but then the carriers that aren't participating, those are the systems that your spammers will use. All right. Well, if like I said, if it's partly there, or if uh, FCC regulations called for a special signature, all phone companies would eventually have to set that up. Sure. And and while I I'm slamming this idea on one hand by 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 uh, questioning whether or not it could actually be implemented, I would love to see this happen. I think this would be a really useful tool in cutting down on uh, on bogus phone calls, scam phone calls, spammers. I'd, I I would love to see this happen. Well, I think that can be done not just with mobile carriers. All phone companies, everyone, should be assured that when you look at a phone number and the caller ID, that's the person. Yeah, that would be a great thing. And yet it is so simple to spoof a caller ID that there's no real reason why you should assume that whatever call you're getting, even if it's from someone you know, actually is coming from that person. Even then, at least you'd like to think. That's true. That's partly. And, And. and I know I'm being a little hyperbolic there because when I get phone calls from people that I know, and it, and that's what shows up on caller ID, it turns out, yep, that's actually who's calling. But with spoofing, it can be somebody else. I mean, right. literally speaking, the way it is, somebody out there can call somebody with my caller ID and pretend to be me. That's how bad it is. But don't get yes. any ideas. We have Jeff Gamet of the Mac Observer joining us. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? 
Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-704-6182. A Place for Mom offers free, one-on-one advice from local advisors and a personalized list of senior living communities you can visit. If you have questions about senior care for your mom or dad, there's a place for answers, a place for mom. Call A Place for Mom in the next 10 minutes to get your free ebook on financing senior care as well as free information on senior living communities in your area. Call 1-800-704-6182. That's 1-800-704-6182. Fully cooked, ready-to-eat bacon. I'm talking thick, meaty, center-cut, presidential bacon. Savory and delicious. I buy some, I use some, I store some. Awesome. No refrigeration needed with a 10-year shelf life. NASA Pack technology. Bacon. Fully cooked, fully hydrated, ready-to-eat right from the pack bacon. Or warm and served. Life-saving, ready-to-eat bacon. 10-year shelf life bacon. Ships free at FullyCookedBacon.com. FullyCookedBacon.com. Warning, if you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-954-9674. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now, 1-800-954-9674. That's 1-800-954-9674. 1-800-954-9674. Worried about lead, fluoride, and other contaminants in your drinking water? Get a ProPure with the Pro1G 2.0 cleanable reusable filter and remove up to 200 contaminants. Drink water the way nature meant it to be. Clean, crisp, and refreshing. See the complete line of ProPure products, including the new ProMax shower filter. There's a ProPure for you. Visit your authorized ProPure dealer for details or ProPureUSA.com. That's P-R-O-P-U-R-U-S-A.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. 
If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow Night Owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. So we've been talking about robocalls, and there is a service that's kind of like a no more robocall service you can add to, say, your account with Vonage or some of these other providers, also now with some wireless carriers. And supposedly it detects the signatures of those who make robocalls. And I've tried it. And it kind of reduces them. You can report more robocalls so it learns. The problem is it sometimes blocks legitimate calls. Uh, That's a problem. It's not perfect. So suddenly we were not getting calls from some people that we were dealing with. And the big problem with that is, wait a minute, what's going to happen? Yeah, if it's if it's a, a call from, say, a family member or uh, some company you're doing business with, you don't want those calls to get blocked. And if they are, how would you know? And an example of that, by the way, was my wife's eye doctor. And they call her, and of course, she's a corneal transplant patient and has to maintain constant surveillance of her eyes because she could suffer from rejection. It's like any organ transplant. Mm -hmm. So she has to go to a doctor every so often. And when she switched to a new doctor, for a while there, they couldn't call us because it kept getting caught by the system. Now, what we did eventually, by the way, was throw it out. I'd rather put up with a few extra robocalls I don't want than to have people who need to reach me or to reach Barbara from not being able to do so. That makes sense. Yeah. And, and that's part of the problem. How do you effectively capture the unsolicited robocalls while still letting legit calls get through and do it without any errors? Because you, you never, ever want to have a legit call fail to get through. That could be an emergency, a family emergency, anything. And that's why these systems that block robocalls, if they're not perfect or err on the side of caution there, it's not going to work. Right. Yeah. So where we are right now with the FCC, the companies that have agreed to participate in this, uh, this strike force, they are putting together their ideas and they are going to present their uh, research and suggestions on October 16th. And then at that point, the FCC can move forward and figure out exactly what it is that they really can do and then work on getting something implemented. And my guess is that Director Wheeler would really like to get something in place before the end of President Obama's term, because once we have a new president in in the White House, his job is not necessarily guaranteed. Well, it depends, I think, largely on whether it's a he or a she who was elected. So she is elected, probably he'll stay on for a while at least. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, we don't know what that other guy's going to do. Exactly. And so uh, Tom Wheeler, I 
I'm assuming what he's doing is trying to accomplish as much as he can for consumers before the next president is sworn in, just in case he doesn't have a job anymore. So I think he's going to move forward very quickly and very aggressively. The trick is, if he gets something in place, a new system in place, that's only in place at the FCC, meaning the guidelines or regulations that everyone must comply with will be set. But then it's up to the carriers and and other companies to actually enact what the FCC is requiring. And that could take quite a while, depending on what it is that they need to do. Okay, there it stands. Let's see how that turns out. No more robocalls. Well, it's going to take years if they develop something like this. Let's move on. All right. There are published reports here with regard to Apple Watch that Apple might have wanted to include a cellular radio, but it's not quite ready for this year, maybe 2017. What are you hearing? I've heard the same things, that that the next Apple Watch would potentially have a uh, wireless data connection, a cellular data connection, like you can get on an iPad. And while that sounded really great to me, I would have been really surprised to see it happen in the Apple Watch 2. That just, to me, seems more like a feature that we would see, say, in Apple Watch 3 instead, which is what the the latest rumors are, are saying. Is it and, a matter of technology now? I think the argument that was made with the rumor reports I saw is that the current implementation would use too much battery power. Yeah, that's a big concern for Apple. They, they've been really conservative with, with Apple Watch power consumption, so much so that with the first versions, the first two versions of the Apple Watch software, they were artificially hobbling the watch to conserve battery power. And now that they've had uh, many months of, of uh, data that they could collect from users, they have a much better idea of how we actually use our Apple Watches. And that's why in WatchOS 3, we, we're seeing better performance and some other things that, that are eating more of that battery. But that's because Apple was finding that they were they were conserving too much, so they can give us better performance, and we can still get our our full day's worth of use off the watch. Now, going to a cellular connection, yeah, now you've got an issue where you can potentially use a lot more power. And what I've been thinking is that Apple, with the second Apple Watch model, is going to want to refine the experience. So we'll get something, it, it may have a, a, a redesigned body, but it'll probably look very similar to the Apple Watch we have today. And we will see other features in the watch. And, you know, like maybe we'll have additional health and fitness sensors and maybe we will get a barometer so that we can we can use the watch to gauge altitude change as we're walking or hiking or running. But seeing it as something that can operate without being tethered to an iPhone for its data, that I just wasn't seeing. 
that I think will come, but n- not with the next Apple Watch. So the big thing with Apple Watch 2 is it'll be partway there, but not all the way there. We'll have to see. We'll get into more of this in a moment. I want to remind you that we have a commercial-free version of the Tech Night Owl Live available. Just go to plus.technighthow.com to subscribe. Plus.technighthow.com. That's a P-L-U-S dot technighthow.com. We've got Jeff Gamut from the Mac Observer, and we've got a lot more to talk about on the Tech Night Owl Live. for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas. is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. By now, you know the smart way to buy emergency food storage is calories per dollar. Ready Supply Foods sells you 50% more food for your money. GMO-free, 25-year shelf life, great tasting, and free shipping. You need 2,000 calories per day under ideal conditions. Most 30-day kits don't have enough calories to sustain you for more than a week. They just don't have enough nutrition to do the job. See the comparisons for yourself at ReadySupplyFoods.com. We are the new leader in value and quality. Go to ReadySupplyFoods.com today. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Injury help desk is responsible for this advertisement. Principal office, Las Vegas, Nevada. This ad is not legal advice, and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention prescription antibiotic drug users. Have you or a loved one suffered an aortic dissection, aortic aneurysm, or abdominal aortic aneurysm after taking the prescription antibiotic drugs Levaquin or Avalox? These popular antibiotic drugs have been prescribed more than 80 million times since 2004, and medical studies show an increased risk of the following injuries. Aortic dissection, aortic aneurysm, and abdominal aortic aneurysm. If you or a loved one used the prescription antibiotic drugs Levaquin or Avalox and suffered from aortic dissection, aortic aneurysm, or abdominal aortic aneurysm, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Act now. Time is limited to file a claim. You may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. For a free consultation and free information, call Injury Help Desk at 800-823-3851. 800-823-3851. 800-823-3851. Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you. People seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com. And use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. 
Is negative content or comments on the web affecting your personal or professional reputation? Unfavorable comments, embarrassing pictures, videos, legal documents, and negative articles can ruin your personal life, your career, or your business. It happens a lot, and it's just not fair. But what can you do? ReputationDefender.com can help protect your good name. Get a free consultation now. Call 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Call right now for a free expert reputation analysis. It's easy to squash the unfair attacks with our patented system, and the analysis is absolutely free. Make the best things about you jump out in searches. Protect your personal and professional reputation, your business, and your income. Get your free reputation analysis from ReputationDefender.com right now. Call 800-831-0771. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com today. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. So, with Jeff Gammon of the Mac Observer, we've been talking about pop culture about ways to block robocalls, to make caller IDs reliable, about the possibilities of the next Apple Watch. Now, as it stands with the current Apple Watch, what's your perception? Do you think that Apple kind of missed on this, or do you think they did pretty good for version 1.0? I'm going to give you a mixed answer. I think overall, they did really well with their version 1 watch. I think the part that was a stumble for them was the first version of watchOS. And I feel that Apple had to rush the operating system out so that they could get the the watch on market when they did. And it left some people disappointed because the watch just didn't perform the way that Apple made it seem it should. And then with watchOS 2, things improved dramatically. Apple, I think, has learned a lot. So now that we have watchOS 3 on the way, and, and I am running watchOS 3 beta on my Apple Watch right now, this is a different watch. So Apple did great with the hardware right out the door, but the operating system was a problem, and they've addressed that now. So how's that for a mixed answer? That's kind of like hedging your bets. Yeah, well, you know, if the if I felt the hardware was bad, I I would absolutely call Apple out on that. But uh, I I think the hardware is nice. The only issue I've ever had with my Apple Watch was uh, a few weeks ago the gasket behind the digital crown came loose and started working its way up and out between the watch body and the crown, and so I couldn't really turn the crown and I couldn't press the crown to to do the the little button features that it has. So I took it into the Apple store and they sent it off for repairs and Apple sent me a new watch instead. That's the only problem I've ever had with hardware. And uh, I can't say that for other version one products that I've had. Hey, that sounds good. I haven't been able to justify an Apple watch yet. I have the $12.88 Walmart that's running a little bit fast now. And that's the only problem every month it gains two or three seconds. What is the point, by the way, of this analysis you wrote for Mac Observer entitled 
Uber wants all of the self-driving vehicle market. Does that mean it will take you instead of having an individual there to do the driving? Yeah, yes. So the idea that Uber has is that they don't need to have actual human drivers for their ride-sharing service. The cars themselves can handle all of that. Welcome to Johnny Cab. Exactly. Yes, they totally want to go Johnny Cab on us. And that's okay because, on one hand, it's okay. Because ultimately, that means that the rides will be potentially safer because you won't have to deal with human error from from the ride that you're getting. And the cost of your ride ultimately should drop down dramatically because Uber's cost to provide that service to you will be substantially lower. Now, the downside is all of these drivers that are making a living paying their rent by working for Uber, they're going to be out of jobs. And so that sucks. So if we put that part aside and just look at the technical things they're doing, uh, this is kind of remarkable where they are right now. Because they've already reached a point where they are taking their own automated car system. So this isn't someone else's. They've actually developed this themselves. They have hired engineers that were working for Apple, Tesla, and Google, all companies that are working on cars of the future right now. And then they teamed up with Volvo and created this system where they now have these Volvo SUVs that they're deploying in downtown Pittsburgh. When you request an Uber, it may be an automated car or it may be a real person driving the car. You don't know. It's just whatever's available. You don't have an option to say, I want a human. No. But if an Uber shows up and it's the automated car, well, first, you're right, it's free. But second, if you don't want to take that Uber, you don't have to. I don't know if that will have a negative effect on your on your personal Uber rating, but I mean, you don't have to get in the car. And right now, it's not like you will be the only person in the car. There will be two other people sitting in the front. There will be two of Uber's engineers, one that will be behind the wheel and is ready to over control of the vehicle at a moment's notice. And then the second engineer is monitoring the systems and, uh, and just the overall experience of the, the automated car. Actually, for now, because of the way the laws are written in that area, you have to have someone behind the wheel, even if they're not driving. And that's fine for Uber because this is a test area for them. And their plan is to deploy their automated driving system on more cars and expand out to more cities. And then eventually, they'll be in a position where all of the the ride-sharing they offer is from automated cars. Now, the other side of this is that They just bought a company called Auto, and it's O-T-T-O, and it's a San Francisco startup that has been testing their own automated driving system for trucks, meaning like like cargo trucks. And remember now, this is a line from a movie, Auto spelled backwards is Auto. Yes, yes it is. And also, there's some jokes about autopilot, and uh, but I don't know if it's appropriate for this audience, so I won't go there. Um, so anyhow, Auto, they have been testing their their self-driving 
uh, cargo trucks around the San Francisco area, and Uber just bought the company. So what that means is that Uber now has all of these engineers that are just like top in their field, but have been working for auto. They're now working for Uber. And Uber now has all of this technology that has already been in testing for cargo transport. So Uber is positioning themselves to be able to to compete in the automated vehicle sharing market without having to rely on Google, which is important because Google's working on an automated car and wants to do ride sharing. And Uber is in a position where they could potentially be the company that holds your freight for you. And Uber is also the company that is out ahead of the pack and is conducting real-world trials of their vehicle in a commercial setting. Google is still driving their cars in test mode. They don't go over 25 miles an hour. Tesla, their automated system is designed really at this point to act more like a, more like a uh, an automated uh, what would be a good way to put it I don't want to say like like um, no I'm not coming up with a good word for it anyhow they're automated it's like a automated or a souped up cruise control yes thank you that's exactly where I was trying to go yes and they've had problems with it and that's the point here that the fact that Uber has got to have a couple of people in there to make sure the system works. It's going to take several years of testing in each city to master the routes for that city. And the question I would have here is if someone gets the Uber card and they say they're in Pittsburgh, take me to Philadelphia, would they be ready to do that? I don't think so today, but my guess is we'd be able to do that sooner than a lot of us think. And that's because Uber also has this this data collection pool of over a million human drivers. All the data from every single Uber ride that's happening is being fed back into the Uber computers. And all that data is being crunched and fed into the systems for their automated cars. So every single drive that a human makes improves their automated system. We've got more with Jeff Gummett and autonomous driving on the Tech Night How Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. The award-winning Graphic Converter 10, the universal genius for photo editing apps on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for the Swiss Army Knife app. It gives you all the features that you expect. And most important, it's easy to use. You can get it for just $39.95 from www.lemkesoft.com. That's www.lemkesoft.com. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. 
Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on this special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blocket Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. Can your vitamin supplements positively affect your blood in five minutes? Protovite can. Protovite is a genuine breakthrough liquid daily nutrition that delivers quality ingredients into your blood in less than five minutes. Scientifically proven and backed by clinical studies, Protovite supports energy, vitality, and optimal health. Watch our two-minute live blood cell video and see for yourself at vniinc.com slash prohealth. That's vniinc.com slash prohealth. There is an affordable alternative to the high cost of health care that offers freedom from insurance while providing compliance with the Obamacare individual mandate. Imagine having access to quality, affordable health care that allows you the freedom to choose your doctor and hospital. Members can share up to 100% of necessary medical expenses, including some alternative treatments. Find out how you and your family can contain health care costs without giving up your freedom. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. My computer is so slow, it's making me crazy. I used to have that problem. Did you quit using the computer, or, or did you buy a new one? No, I called Geeks on Site. They made an appointment to visit my home and showed up the same day. You mean they didn't ask you to bring your computer to a shop? That's what happened when I called a support company. Geeks on Site can go to your home or business or even repair your computer online. They have 24-7 emergency service. If you are having problems with your PC or Mac, call Geeks on Sight. 1-800-591-1682. Our friendly certified computer repair Care experts are available 24-7. Call now for a free diagnosis. 1-800-591-1682. Data recovery, virus removal, and maintenance for all laptops, desktops, printers, and networks. That's Geeks on Site for friendly, certified computer repair experts available 24-7 over the phone or in your home or business. Just call 1-800-591-1682. That's 1-800-591-1682. 1-800-591-1682. This is David Cordani, CEO of Cigna. For more than 20 years, Cigna has worked with the March of Dimes to address premature births in the U.S. Premature births cause horrible suffering and cost billions of dollars each year. That's why Cigna is committed to raising funds and awareness through our employees, family, and friends to improve the health of moms and babies. Please join us in supporting the March for Babies. Start your team today at marchforbabies.org. What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know. We obviously segue from autonomous driving, self-driving, from Uber to the possible endgame of the Apple car which may be more about what that is. Didn't Apple spend a billion dollars to acquire a rival of Uber in China? Well, they didn't acquire, they partnered with. So they invested in Didi, 
Didi is the company that is running what's now the the largest ride-sharing business in China. And they were competing directly with Uber. And so so in China, it's called Uber China. The, those two companies were, were going head-to-head. And they both eventually realized that they were not going to be able to outspend each other to make one company come out on top. So what Uber did was something that they have never done, and they sold off their China interest to Didi. And that was actually a really savvy move on their part because they weren't going to be able to to come out a winner in that fight, nor was Didi. It, it would have been that whole mutually assured destruction thing. So Didi now has all of Uber's interest. It's now a new company, and Uber has, I think, a 20% interest in that new version of Didi. And uh, and so that keeps Uber's fingers in the China market, but without the serious risk that they were facing before. And it also creates a, this interesting relationship since Apple invested uh, a few billion dollars into Didi. So now Apple and Uber have this link that passes through the, the common thread of Didi. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So that might be the possibility here that Apple builds a technology. So do they provide their own vehicles and develop their own vehicles or provide this technology for other companies with a license? That's a, a good question. My assumption is, at least as far as Uber is concerned, Apple won't be providing them anything because Uber is doing their own thing from the ground up. But Apple could provide something for Didi, and that, that might be the navigation system, the automated navigation system that they use. Or Apple could be planning on providing the whole package, which is what Apple likes to do, and give or sell Didi these smart cars that can be used as autonomous ride-sharing. That's awesome. I have to see how that works out. That would make more sense. And the reason it would make more sense is that for Apple to start a car company from scratch and build their own cars, they'd be in a humongously crowded market. You've got a lot of established companies. Most car companies, even Volkswagen after this diesel engine debacle, are looking into building electric cars. But these are mm-hmm. electric cars that you'll drive, just like you do now, just like you do with a Tesla. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean they won't have autonomous capabilities. But Apple, I guess what Goober's going for, is a replacement for the traditional taxi cab. But think of all the fun with the cab drivers in New York. And I think New York would be an ideal place for autonomous driving experiences. But right now you have all these people who pay a tremendous amount of money for this medallion that you need. It's like a license. It's an emblem that is placed on a traditional New York taxi cab. Right. They spend amazing amounts of money because I guess they haven't increased the number of them. Now, what's going to happen to all these individual businesses? How many people starting out in the world become cab drivers to make a living? Yeah, see, this is a big thing. That's that's a market that's going to be really impacted by autonomous vehicles. That's a lot of jobs that will be gone over time. Now, on one hand, that's really scary 
But on the other hand, this won't be the first time where we've had autonomous systems or automated systems or just machinery replacing the work of many people. And the culture, the economy adapts and people end up with new jobs. A, A perfect example is if you look at the printing industry, for a long time, you you had these massive type type setting machines that required very specialized skills to be able to use, so that you could you could get a printed page to look the way it's supposed to look. I when, raised my hand. I used to be able to do that. See, so you totally know where I'm going with this. And then we got well, the some Macintosh. people want me to go somewhere, but I don't want to mention that. <laughs> yeah, well, you can stick around. I, I'm totally okay with you. So, but yeah, then, then we got a desktop publishing software, and we we got PostScript, and and these technologies came together so that we could do what we used to have to do with these these highly skilled jobs with with these very expensive typesetting machines. Now you could have someone do just at a coffee table, really, if you wanted to. And that created this major shift in jobs in the printing industry. And some people failed to adapt, and they were just gone. But a lot of those people that were running those big typesetting machines, they found other places in the industry where they could still be valuable, and so they kept their jobs. Well, of course, the thing that replaced traditional typesetting was, of course, the Mac. Yes, Mac, PageMaker, and Adobe PostScript. That that was the golden triangle right there. Until Quark Express came out and sent PageMucker, Page, PageMaker. <laughs> I call it PageMucker for various <laughs> reasons because I can't use the other word. Packing. I understand. Yeah, no one would would think about for for a true production job using the old typesetting machines anymore. You, you use your computer, and that's what the, what the world does now. And eventually, the world will have automated cars driving us around, and that'll just be the way it is. And the people that otherwise would have been driving those cabs, they will be doing something else. It'll be scary for a while and really really intense for a lot of people, but eventually it's it's going to smooth out and there will be jobs for people. There you go. What can I say? I'm just waiting. I think someone like me, where you're getting on in years, and you reach a point eventually where you really can't drive safely. And the problem is, I think most people who are facing that situation do not know it. And it's difficult because you live in a place like I do where you can't get around without a car. So if you could have a self-driving car, you know, uh, I can't drive anymore, fine, take me somewhere. Or you call Uber if you could afford it. Whatever it is, this has to be an important endgame as our population ages. And I think also millennials aren't as into driving as they used to be. My son is 30. He has a driver's license. He lives in Spain, never even rents a car. He takes public transportation, doesn't care about it. That's really cool that your son lives in a place where he doesn't need to drive a car, but can still get everywhere he needs to go. That's awesome. Jeff Gamut, please tell our listeners where they can find more of your stuff. You can find me over at MacObserver.com, because that's where I'm writing the articles that Gene was asking about today. And you can find me on Twitter. I'm Jay Gamut, And you can find me at FreshBrewedTales.com. That's where I write about the ridiculous things that I see people doing in coffee shops. 
You can find us on Twitter. Look for Tech Night Owl. Look for Tech Night Owl on Twitter. Follow us. We may follow you, neighbors. I also have a presence on Facebook. Look for the guy with the plaid shirt named Gene Steinberg. More than likely, he's me. We've got a second radio show about UFOs and things that go bump in the night called the Powercast. And this week, we have a Renaissance man himself, Paul Davids, and he's a movie maker. And he's a sci-fi writer. He wrote some of those Star Wars novels in the early 90s. He's a painter. He's an author of even factual books, including one about Jesus in India, Paul Davids. You'll hear him on the Paracast at Paracast.com. That's Paracast.com. And check out Tech Night Owl Plus, where we give you the commercial-free version of this show with better quality audio for a modest subscription fee, our price cheap. Check out the details of signing up. Go to plus.com. TechNightOwl.com plus TechNightOwl.com. Jeff Gamut, thanks for joining us in the Tech Night Owl Live. Thanks for having me on. It's always fun to get to talk with you. The Tech Night Owl Live is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. We'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel.